This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. We'll tell you. Ah, uh, that's different. Yes, in Fatima, the difference is quality. Insist on Fatima. Start enjoying the quality king-size cigarette. Fatima. Best of all long cigarettes. Wednesday, July 10th, 4 p.m. Ben and I drove back downtown to the printing shop on West 7th Street and talked with the manager. He told us that the order for stationery and business cards for the Apex Health Insurance Company had been placed two days before... He said he'd become suspicious after reading a story in one of the newspapers about the polio insurance fraud. He also said that the customer who had ordered the stuff was a woman. She told him that she would call and pick up the order on Friday. We showed the manager a handful of mug shots. He could give us only a partial identification of Mrs. Herbert's picture. We called the office, told them we were going on stakeout, and arranged for a release. Ben and I spent the rest of Wednesday and all day Thursday and Friday in the rear of the print shop where we could keep an eye on everyone entering the place. Friday, 6 p.m., no sign of the Herberts. Not a trace. Saturday, the same. No sign of either one of them. Monday, more waiting. The suspect stayed away. Tuesday, 3.30 p.m. I went out the rear door, went down the street and got some cigarettes, and then I headed back for the print shop. Ben? Keep your coat on, Joe. Just call the office for a relief. Why, what's doing? At Clyde Harris, friend of the Herberts. Guy who runs the physical culture school? Yeah, what about him? He called the office, wanted to talk to us. I phoned him out there at the gym. Yeah? He told me he was out drinking last night, and he met Mrs. Herbert at a bar. She was alone. Did he tell you where to find her? The Greenwood Apartment, 603. When the relief men arrived, Ben and I left and drove across town to the Greenwood Apartments on Taylor Street. It was a three-story frame building set back from the sidewalk behind a sloping lawn lined with a box hedge. We checked the names on the mailboxes. The name T.J. Bronson was listed for apartment 603. We rang, but there was no answer. Better try to manage, huh? Yeah. Mm, it's a nice place. The insurance racket must be paying off for him. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Can I help you? Yes, are you the manager here? That's right. Thatcher's my name. Can I help you? Police officers, Mr. Thatcher. We're trying to locate the people in 603. Oh, that crazy woman tried to blow up the place last night. Why? What do you mean? Mrs. Bronson, she came in drunk about 2 a.m. No sense at all. About 3 a.m., the folks in 601 called me and they said they smelled gas. I went up there and found her in the kitchenette. I'd like a light gas stove turned on, going full blast. Crazy. 
Where's her husband? Couldn't say. Chasing around again, I think. Hadn't been home in a week. Lucky I got to that gas before somebody lit a match. You say it happened about three this morning? That's right. Crazy woman. She'll be all right, though. Where's she now? Do you know? Yeah, County Hospital. 4.25 p.m. Ben and I got in touch with the office and arranged for a stakeout at the Herbert's apartment. We called homicide and checked on the attempt suicide report. They informed us that the woman had been taken to the psycho ward county hospital. We went over to the hospital, checked at the main desk, and identified ourselves. The nurse on duty had us shown to the ward where the suspect, Doris Herbert, was confined. She was a halfway attractive woman in her late 40s. Short, bleached blonde hair, dark eyes with deep circles under them. She turned and looked up as we stopped beside her bed. Excuse me. You Doris Herbert? Uh, Is your name Doris Herbert? Who you want? Police officers. We'd like to talk to you for a minute. No, I knew you'd be around. I don't care. Ma'am? I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the whole rotten thing. I knew you'd come. I just have a few questions, ma'am. It won't take long. Go ahead. I don't care. Did you find him yet? You mean your husband? He's not my husband. Not anymore. Him and that cheap girl behind my back sneaking around. 20 years we've been happy and he throws me away. Where's your husband now, Miss Herbert? With her. He's been with her a week. He doesn't even care I'm here. 20 years ago he cared. I found him and taught him something. I taught him everything he knows. This girl that your husband's with, where does she stay, do you know? Yeah, an apartment. It's on Franklin, right on the corner, Franklin and Laurel. You were close, weren't you? You knew it was us. What's this girl's name? Marie Daly. I saw her with him. Tell me something. Yeah. You know it was us, Tom, and the insurance? Yeah, we knew it was you. I didn't like it. It wasn't a clean game. Tom's idea. He made money, but I didn't like it. It wasn't clean. All right, Miss Herbert. We'll talk to you later. No, not me. I'm going to die. I'm going to die and forget all about it. Let's be sure and get him, won't you, Tom? I tell him everything he knows. Get him. You're sure about the address? Yeah, I'm sure. Tell me something. Hmm? Why do you have to do it to me? Throwing me away, lying, taking that cheap girl. Why do you do it to me? Well, you ought to have an idea. Huh? You taught him everything he knows. Before we left the hospital, we made arrangements to have Doris Herbert transferred to the prison ward. 5 p.m. We drove out to the apartment house at Franklin and Laurel and checked with the landlady. She told us that Tom Herbert's girlfriend, Marie Daly, had checked out of her apartment the day before. She said the Daily Girl had a middle-aged man with her. We showed the landlady Herbert's mugshot, and she identified him as that man. She had no forwarding address on her, but she did remember the name of the express truck that called to pick up the Daily Girl's baggage. We checked with the express company and found that the trunks had been taken to the Lockheed Air Terminal. We started calling the airline. 6.30 p.m. We finally got a report that a man answering Tom Herbert's description had booked passage for two on a flight to Mexico City. The plane was scheduled to leave at 8.35 that night. Ben and I drove out to the airport and went on stakeout. 8.15 p.m. We waited. 8.20. No sign of them. United Airlines, Mainliner, Flight 649, from Denver and Intermediate City. Now Getting a little late, huh? Yeah, it's 8.24. They're cutting it close. Going in the bar, Joe. Take a look. Yeah, that's them. Let's go. Not hard to spot. What's the matter with the girl? Looks pretty good. All right, come on. Bourbon and water, huh, Marie? Is that what you want? No, you are, yeah. Haven't got much time. We don't want to miss that plane. We don't want to miss it. Are you Tom Herbert? Yes, what is it? Police officers, I'd like to talk to you downtown. 
just a minute. This must be some kind of mistake. No mistake, Herbert. We talked to your wife. Let's go. Where's it, Tom? What do they want? Nothing. It's a mistake. Now, look, officers, I don't know what this is all about, but we have to get a plane. The 835. I can't go downtown with you. Can't we talk it over here? I'm sure we can straighten this out. Your wife copped out, Herbert. Now, let's make it easy, huh? Come on, lady. What's he talking about, Tom? My wife, what's he mean? I told you it's a mistake. Now, be reasonable, huh, officer? All we want to do is take a trip. We've been planning on this. New clothes, new luggage. Here's your hat. Our car's outside. It's a mistake. You can't do this. We planned on it. We've been waiting a long time for this. Yes, sir. So have we. Come on, let's go. The story you have just heard was true. Only the names were changed to protect the innocent. On October 28th, trial was held in Superior Court, Department 88, City and County of Los Angeles, State of California. In a moment, the results of that trial. Now, here is our star, Jack Webb. Thank you. Friends, each week we're honored with letters from listeners all over the country. Letters telling us that you've bought Fatima's and you find them the best of all long cigarettes. Well, thanks to you and the many thousands of other smokers who have switched to Fatima's, I'm happy to report that more people are now enjoying Fatima's than ever before. January sales figures just released show that in the East, Fatima sales are up 56%. In the Middle West, sales up 133%. And here on the coast, Fatima shows an increase of 68%. Well, that means Fatima sales are up nearly 70% all over the country. Now, if you haven't yet discovered Fatima's much different, much better flavor and aroma, I suggest that you buy a pack tomorrow. When you do, I'm convinced you'll agree with Fatima smokers everywhere. In Fatima, the difference is quality. Mr. and Mrs. Tom Herbert were tried and convicted on several counts of grand theft. They are now confined in the state penitentiary for the term prescribed by law. Grand theft is punishable by confinement for not less than one, nor more than ten years. You have just heard Dragnet, the series of authentic cases from official files. Technical advice comes from the office of Chief of Police, W.H. Parker, Los Angeles Police Department. Fatima Cigarettes. Best of all long cigarettes has brought you Dragnet, portions transcribed from Los Angeles. David Harding, counter spy, solves an exciting case next on NBC. 